of these things. And one of them was a three-day, two-night trip to either Cabo or Hawaii flight included. Just for going to look? And now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How y'all doing today? I am Chris. And I'm Christine. And welcome to episode 25 of the Chris and Christine Show. Fantastic. It is great to be back. It is great to get the band back together. Here we are in the studio, Christine and I. I know. It feels like it's been forever. And I've been so happy all day today. The fact that we were going to get to sit down and record again face to face in studio together makes my heart so happy. Oh, and speaking of making hearts very happy, today happens to be Valentine's Day. And happy, happy Valentine's Day out to all you ladies out there. Happy Love Day, everybody. Yesterday was Galentine's. It was Galentine's. And I went out on the town in the gas lamp with my gal pals. What? I did. I created like pink sashes with rhinestones and we did a little progressive party. It was super fun. Oh, that's fantastic. So you went out last night downtown with all your ladies on Galentine's. Now, what is Galentine's Day? Well, it's people can celebrate it the day before Valentine's Day or the day of Valentine's Day. I choose to do it the day before and it's just celebrating friendship and fun. I was at a conference here in San Diego for my aspiring superintendent's academy. And so we got together a group of aspiring superintendents from all around the country, and I made some little party favors for us, and then we just popped into a couple of different restaurants. Party and- favors. You know, I saw, I saw those. They were kind of <laughs> like, um, they were like sashes. Like the- prom, ki- prom queen sashes. Well, the ones that chicks get when they go out for like their bachelorette party. Yeah. I thought of what you were doing, like a big bachelorette party. Yeah, people something. thought that it was a bachelorette party, except there was multiple of us wearing these bright pink sashes, and we weren't crazy, but we went to a great restaurant in Gaslamp called Barley Mash. Shout out. Yep. Well, we went to Barley Mash, and then we went to the Shout House, so shout out for Shout House. There you go. It's the dueling piano bar here. I've heard about that place. so cool. We have to go, honey. Oh, really? We really have to go. It's so fun. Okay, cool, cool. Well, today is Valentine's Day. And first, I want to say I am deeply sorry to everybody out there that we missed you guys last week because I was deathly sick. Yeah, he was so sick. I I mean, you've been sick before, but like I was at work and I got a text from you. I was starting to freak out because I always get a text from Chris at the same time every day. It's like right between 10.15 and 10.45. And it was like almost 11. And that's way atypical. And I was like, are you okay? Well, here's what happened. I was sick on Thursday. So Thursday comes around. I was sick. I powered through it at work. I powered through it. And I was like, oh, gosh. So so uh, come Friday morning, I was like just hitting snooze. And I kept hitting snooze on my alarm for like an hour. And I was feeling like death. And my throat was closed up. My sinuses. I had the full-on sickness. And so what I did was I had a friend, friend I used to work with call me. James, shout out. He's in Atlanta right now. And Ooh, so he, shout out. So he called me and he, you know, I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> and he's like, are you sick? Yeah, I'm like dying. I don't, are you going to go to work today? Oh, I kind of want to. I'm just going to rest before I go to work. You know, and then after I hung up with him, I was like, yeah, maybe I should just call in sick. And it was, you know, I was like, so I called my boss. So I'm not going to make it in. I felt so bad because I got sick on a Friday. And I know when you call in sick on a Friday, 
people are like, oh, come on now. You're, are you really sick? Right. You know, because it's Friday and you figure you're just taking a three-day weekend. Right. But when I, like, I texted Chris, he responded back and was letting me know that he was sick. And then I was like, okay, I'm just not going to text you for a couple of hours. And then was just expecting that maybe he'd sleep a little bit and wake up. But I did not hear back from him until almost almost 4 p.m., right around the time I was getting off of work. And then, and then I knew, like he told me he wasn't going to work earlier. Then I knew how sick he was. And I was like, okay, go into nurse mode, go get stuff for chicken soup. Thank you and, so much, by the way, baby. Yeah. That was great. Because I just basically NyQuilled up that, that Friday. And I think I slept for like 24 hours or I was in bed for like all day, all night, miserable. I thought I had the coronavirus, to tell you the truth. But no, it turns out I switched over to Dos Equis, so. <laughs> No, <laughs> he wasn't drinking, but I, I was really worried. And I don't know if anybody else gets like this. For some reason, when Chris gets sick, it's like he is the strongest person that I know. He's like bulletproof. Oh, thank you. Really? Thank you. For like, real? Like, seriously, you're bulletproof. You're always going and always providing for us. And when you get sick, it's like my world gets a little bit uncertain because... Really? Why? I don't know. It's like... When you're sick, this like most stable force in my life, it's like, then everything's a little bit off and I get edgy and I'm like, what do I do? And so I was like, okay, just let him take care of himself, make sure he has healthy food. And then I just like stayed downstairs and was watching a movie, seeing if you needed anything. But people, he was like needing to hold on to the wall, to walk down the hall. Yeah, I had like no energy. I think I had no energy at all. Could barely even walk. I was in bed rest for the entire week, for the entire day of Friday, and going into Saturday and most of the weekend too. I was like, uh, so I didn't really start feeling a little bit better till Monday, right? And so we kept everybody away from him as much as possible. I had some obligations that I had to fulfill, um, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But I, um, I was real worried about you. I'm so glad that you're so much better. So thank you everybody for being so understanding of the fact that we needed to take a day off or a week off week to be off. able to take care of my main man. And oh, he's back you. and looking fabulous. And th- thank you. And we are back this week. Thank you so much. Today is Friday. We usually record on what Saturday night, but today happens to be Friday. And this is the first time that we actually recorded the podcast during daylight hours. It's kind of crazy. Huh? It's, we're in the middle of the day. It's Friday. It's Valentine's Day. And I can look outside the window. I can see uh, birds and you know, and trees and sun- sunshine and all that. It's great. But it's because you took a vacation day for Valentine's Day, and I have been so excited. Yeah, all I took day the day long. off. To- I took the day off today. Mm-hmm. Today is a national holiday <laughs> in my book. So I so I made it a holiday. I'm taking holiday pay for myself today. Taking the day off. Yeah, I love that. And what are we doing tonight, Chris? Well, tonight. Being that it is Valentine's Day, Ooh. I thought ahead and I actually went on to the uh, what is it, Open Table app. And by the way, Open Table app, shout out to those guys because you can just click, click, make a reservation. It's super simple to do. Don't have to call anybody. Don't have to talk to anybody, which is great. You just got to go on there, find the place you want, click the time you want, and there you go. So tonight, I made reservations to a brand new restaurant. Well, brand new being maybe a couple of years old. Mm-hmm. It's in the, in this new section of this casino we go to near the house. And um, this new expansion they did, we've been there. We've seen the expansion. But they added like a ton of new restaurants and a new hotel, big new massive hotel, um, all these nice restaurants. And one is called uh, Bull and Bourbon. Mm. And that is where we're going tonight. I know. I was so excited Um, when Chris told me that he was going to take the day off. It just like he works nights 
uh, I, don't, I know we've shared that be- before, but I was fully expecting that I was just going to have a solo girl night. And he, he completely surprised me. And then I was at this conference for the last couple of days and I stayed downtown with some girlfriends. When I came back to the house today, he greeted me with a hug right at my car. And then when I came into the house, Chris, what did you say to me? I said, I got a little present for you. Go check the front room of the house. And I got a little present for you over there. And there were two dozen roses, two separate styles. One is my absolute favorite rose, which he remembered. It's a big deal. Fire and ice roses. Actually, or... I didn't remember. I just got lucky. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Because I totally thought that you remembered. Anyways, whatever you did, it was my favorite. They're yellow and red. Fire and ice. And uh, then a dozen red roses. And then... <laughs> Then what did you tell me? Um, about what? To oh. go into... Oh, that's yeah. I, I said, I have one more thing for you, <laughs> and it's in the refrigerator. And so I walked into the kitchen, and I opened up the refrigerator, and he had a container of chocolate-covered strawberries. And then <laughs> I was cracking up because he says, what did you say? I said, I was going to plate these. I didn't have time, but I was going to plate these on a special plate, and I was going to say that I handmade them myself. But truth be told, I actually bought them at the store. And... He couldn't wait for us to dig into them. So I was I had the munchies. So I was like, hey, uh, you want one of these? Because I'm going to have like one, two, or maybe two. So. <laughs> so we did right when I came home. And it was it was the best because this conference was exhausting. It took a lot out of me. And I missed him a lot because we've been apart for several days. And um, I've been out of town for a couple of weekends, as you all know. And then he was sick. And so it feels like this is our first time to uh, be able to really slow things down and be together. And I just am so excited to spend the day with you. I know. I haven't seen Christina like forever. It's been like <laughs> two weeks. She's been on the road. I'll go and go, go, go. The last two podcasts, you remember that uh, she was actually out of town. So this is the first time getting Christine back here, back at home, back in the studio to do an actual live together broadcast podcast uh, together. This is so neat getting the band back together. I, I know, love it. I love now, it. Now, um, we're, this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about a few of things that you can kind of waste your money on and some stupid money things people do. <laughs> um, Christine, um, oops, spoiler alert, Christine actually got suckered into one of those particular things. Yep. And we are going to talk to you all about that or talk to you guys all about what she just did right after this. The Chris and Christine Show is now on Instagram at... The K2 Show San Diego. Check out our latest pictures, videos, show teasers, and life updates on Instagram at The K2 Show San Diego. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And so check this out. Christine, how you doing, baby? I'm good. So you did something last weekend. And why don't you share with everybody what your experience was like? (laughs) Well, Chris was sick last weekend, but before I hop into what I did on Saturday, I have to remind everybody, float back a couple weeks ago on the podcast, we talked about me going to the Bridal Bazaar. Do you remember that, Chris? Bridal That sounds like a bunch of chicks, is what it sounds like. Was there any guys there? There were a lot of guys, not you. He chose not to go because he's like, well, there's not going to be any dudes there. And he's (laughs) like, but babe, you go and you have fun. And so I was walking around by myself. And as I'm walking by this one booth, like I'm walking around looking for, I was looking for somebody to make our invitations. and For our wedding. For our wedding. And I wasn't finding anybody to do that. 
But as I'm walking by the end of one of the rows, this guy, a young guy, he's like, hey, how are you doing? I said, oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? And he said, oh, I'm, I'm doing great. Um, do you have your wedding venue picked out? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, we do already. He's like, oh, well, I would love to chat with you for just a couple minutes. We have uh, a giveaway that we're giving for people that um, just come over and like get to know a little bit more about what I like are this resort that I represent. Okay. And um, would you like, can you talk with me for a few minutes? I was like, um, okay. And so like that was the setup for this. And the resort was a local resort in town, right? Yeah, it's a local resort. It's like 40 minutes north of the like where we live in uh, East County. But I'd always wanted to go to this resort. My cousins had stayed there uh, about a year and a half ago or two years ago when they came to visit. And they said that it was really cool. There's like a water park for kids. And I really wanted to check it out because I was thinking it might be a really fun place for like a bachelorette spa weekend. And so he was like, oh, we're, you know, we're giving tours and we're just trying to, yeah, wow, trying to give exposure for our property. And as a courtesy for you coming and taking your time, we have a gift that we would love to give to all of our brides that consider us for a wedding venue. And I was like, well, you know, I already have one. He's like, that's okay. We're just really trying to get people to come up and visit and trying to speak to a younger demographic. And I was like, oh, well, I can do that. And so we set up a time. He said, well, when can you come up? And so I planned out a couple weeks ahead. No, you planned to do it on like a weekend, right? Yeah, on a Saturday. Because he was like wanting me to do weekdays. Now, did he want me to go with you? Or do you want to do it by yourself? Did it matter? It did, well, he asked me questions like, are you married? And I said, well, no, because I'm here at the Bridal right. Bazaar. I'm engaged. And he said, well, uh, have you lived together for longer than a year? And I said, no. And he's like, okay. And then he was asking some personal questions about income. And I said, ooh, I don't quite feel comfortable sharing that. And he's like, no, he no, He asked no. you that at the Bridal Bazaar. Yeah. He's like, you know, we're just like, what's your income range? And I said, oh, I don't feel comfortable sharing that. Like, what is the relevance of that? And he said, well, you know, we're a little bit more of an upscale resort. So we just want to give tours to people okay. that we think could actually afford to, you know, have an event here. That's so what he said a, to me. So this is just a tour of the property right. so you can do your wedding venue there. Possibly, or stay there for or, a honeymoon. Or, or maybe like a, like a party of some sort right, or, or like something. Right, like a get-together. And then here's what he said to me. As a thank you, we have this list of five different things that you can choose as your gift for coming up. Ooh, a gift? A gift. And so he's like showing me all of these things. And one of them was a three-day, two-night trip to either Cabo or Hawaii, flight included. Just for going to look at I their know. property. And I was like, "What? this is like the nicest thing ever. And I really want to go back to Hawaii so wow. I can do like my hair and makeup trial. And, you know, this would be so nice. And I, you know, this guy is so nice. I could just take a little bit of time and I can go up to this resort and I could spend, it was like a two-hour tour. It's like, I can go for two hours. Chris won't mind. It's like in the morning while he's asleep because of work. And so I was like, I can do that. So I signed up for it. And that was like one of the only things that I did at the Bridal Bazaar. And I was so excited. I came home and I had like my parking pass for when I go and my date. And I had my number to call and confirm that I was going to go. Of course. And um, he said, you know, that we want to honor our time of our staff. And so we just ask for you to put down a $50 deposit Wait a, Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did you just say a fifty dollar deposit just to go up there and is it a park? What do you get? A meal? Food? Mm, something? No, it was like to honor the time because you know millennials sometimes can be flaky and not follow through, and so they just do that as like 
uh, guarantee that you're going to show up. And so, but you get that. Well, you get money back. Yeah, yeah, it's, I got, it's deposit. Yeah, okay, the money gets gets put back. And so oh. I was like, okay, well, I could do that. And I'm yeah, I'm going to show up. So I'll get the money back. Not a problem. And he's like, we'll give you a gift as soon as you show up. We have some refreshments for you, and you'll have a tour guide that takes you on the property and answers all of your questions. And yes, we would love to have you up okay, here. Okay, so Saturday comes, you drive up there. What happens? Well, so I show up to the parking area, which is like way at the top of the property. So I'm like driving all the way through the property. I get out of my car, and I have a personalized golf cart waiting there for me. With your name on it? No, oh. no, but he had a list, and he's like, oh... Christine, when I gave him my name, he's like, welcome to, and he said the name of the resort. Um, I'll take you to the the tour center. And I was like, thank you so much. And, you know, chit-chatting, super nice tour guide, takes me to the tour center, and I get off of the golf cart, and I walk into the tour center, and there are legit, like, 80 people in there waiting with little numbers for tours. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I walk in and I'm looking around at all these people and I go to check in at the front desk. And I said, I'm here for my tour. For- was everybody else there uh, saying the same thing? That, well, did you mingle with any, any of the other people that were there? No, when I walked in, I went straight to the desk because they told me, oh, the check-in desk is right over there. And I walked into the check-in desk and there's an older gentleman there and he takes my name and then he hands me a paper for me to fill out for them to run my credit. What? Run my credit. Well, I was like, now, 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 is that because is that because when you rent the place to like, say, you rent the place to do a, like, say, a party? Do you have to like have a credit check? I'm assuming you do if you like rent a big ballroom, right? I don't know, but I just looked at it and I started reading the fine details, and it was like we'd like to do a soft inquiry through Equifax on your credit. And I looked at him and I said, I'm just here to tour the facilities because I'm interested in maybe having a bachelorette weekend here. Um, so I don't feel comfortable supplying this. He goes, no problem. You don't have to do it. It's Good. optional. Of course. And so I was like, okay. And then I started to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Like this little pit in my stomach was like, he said it was just a tour. Is like, is, are they going to try and sell me something? <laughs> and I, I didn't know. And why are you laughing at me? <laughs> oh, keep going. Okay. So I sit down and I wait and then my tour guide comes to me and she- Your tour guide? Yeah. And she greeted me. AKA used car salesman. Go ahead. And she takes, you know, oh, how are you? Oh, I love that top that you're wearing. And I was like, "Uh, okay. I was just in a USC t-shirt. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Uh, I love the color of your top. And so this person takes me up the stairs. And into this room, which looks like a dining room, except nobody's eating anything. It's like a big ballroom or something? It was like, no, it's like a dining room, like a hotel dining room. But it had all these like tiny tables with only two or three chairs. At every single table was a representative from this property. And they had a iPad and like a tour book. And there was like a young couple or middle-aged couple. And I'm like, what is happening? And she so like, each table had a person talking. Somebody. Yeah, and there had to be at least forty or fifty of these little tiny tables. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And I thought that maybe they were like negotiating. I I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but I was like, uh-huh. maybe they're like, maybe all these couples are engaged and they're all here for wedding tours. This is amazing. Oh. Like, if this this place is in high demand, what? Wow. And so this lady, she like takes me into this little uh like 
snack room and they have a soda machine and juice and coffee and snacks, bagels and things. And she said, oh, um, would you like any complimentary snacks? I would love for you to take a snack. And I said, oh, no, thank you. I had breakfast. And she said, well, you're going to be sitting with an overview video of our property for about an hour or so. And so you might want at least a glass of water. And I was like, oh, okay. So I grabbed a glass of water and then we step out of there. And then she goes, oh, and the restrooms are right there. You might want to use the restroom before we get started. And I was like, uh, thank you. I've taken care of my personal needs before I got here. Well, it's good that they, you know, like, you know, help you out. I know. But then I started fe- thinking like, am I like, where, where is she taking me? Where I'm not going to have like, access yeah, to a gonna, bathroom or water. They're going to trap you for an hour, they said? I don't know. And then she's like, you know, so what made you come to this property? And uh, I said, well, you know, this gentleman, he talked with me at the Bridal Bazaar and asked if I wanted to come and take a tour. And I told her that. Just a tour, you said. Yeah, a tour. And I said, and, you know, my cousins had stayed here before and they had a lot of fun. And, you know, I know that there's a water park. So then I was even thinking, like, for us to take the boys. Okay. And uh, she was like, oh, okay. Well, um, do you know anybody that owns here? And I was like, huh? Owns what? Yeah, that's what I said. Owns what? And she said, "Do you know anybody that owns a vacation rental here?" And I said, "Like a cabin or something." (laughs) And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And she said to me, "Well, your paper says VIP, so I'm just wondering." VIP, Christine. Woohoo! And so she's like, "Um, "So I'm wondering who you know." And I said, "I have no idea." And she's like, "Oh, okay. So are you familiar with how vacation rentals work?" And I said, well, I've gone on vacation before. and I've, <laughs> I like, rented a place. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what I said. I was like, so I've done like Airbnb and VRBO. Hotel and, rooms. And, uh... and she says, oh, okay. And so then she sits me down in this VIP room that was behind closed doors. And I was the first person to enter in there. And then people okay. started to come in. And um, she's like, so she sits me down. So tell me a little bit about yourself and pulls out a folder and starts taking information. About you. About me. Well, what is it that you do? Oh, really? Okay. Like, very, very quick clip to her conversation. So it wasn't like deep and like she's building a relationship. And oh, you said that you were engaged. What's your fiance's name? Oh, okay. And uh, you have a kid? And I said, yes. Well, what's his name? And so I said it. Does your fiance have any kids? Yes. So uh, do you two live together? Uh, When are you getting married? Uh, what does he do for like this, like almost this quick? What does he do for a living? Is she writing any of this stuff down at all? All of it. Oh, every really? single thing. Okay. And like in shorthand, and there's like a little worksheet that she's working through. And I said, um, is this typical for every tour? And she said, uh, yeah, yeah, it's typical for every tour for uh, potential vacation owners. And I said, excuse me? And she said, a vacation owner. I was like, well, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, this is just like a resort where people stay, right? And she says to me, do you know why you're here? And I said, yeah, to get a tour of the property to think about maybe staying here. And she said, have you ever heard of a thing called timeshares? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, um, w- yes, my sister owns a timeshare. Does she own it with our property? And I said, no, she does not own it with the property. Well, your other family members that stayed here, are they vacation rental owners? And I said, no, they're not vacation rental owners. They just went on to like hotels.com and they booked a couple of rooms or a room here and got the passes to the little water park. And she's like, oh, well, let me tell you about our property. And so she starts telling me a little bit about the property. 
and um, about how it's a vacation rental owner property. Only you can't rent a place. You can't just rent the place. You can rent a room at quote retail prices. And she said, but we're going to go more into that in just a few minutes. And so I'm sitting there and the room's filling up. And there's at this point, I think like 12 couples in the room. And then they close the doors. Lock it. Padlock that thing. <laughs> they close the doors. Bring and, out the credit card machines. And there's like a whiteboard at the front of the room. And then there's a PowerPoint, like a video. And then this gal walks in the room. And she has like one of those microphone headsets on, like the Britney Spears mic. Oh, right. Like uh, Mission Control. Kind yes. Of thing? And she starts talking with us and welcoming everybody. And she says, you know, this is typically about a 90 minute presentation, but I'm going to condense it down to 55 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would ask them to condense it down to five minutes. <laughs> well, and that's, uh, that's being generous. Right. So she steps up to the front and she introduces herself and then starts into this overview of their property and the history. But didn't they already go over the overview of the property? Didn't they already show you all that stuff? Didn't they? She didn't actually take me on a tour yet. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is a two hour get together. I've already waited 20 minutes to see my tour guide. And now I'm going to be in here for an hour. When do I actually get to see everything? Because I want to go see the property. You haven't physically walked the tour of the grounds or seen a hotel room or anything. Nothing. They show you pictures? A video, slides or anything? No, so on this video, they go through the history. The history of what? Of the the resort and how it was founded and what vacation ownership is. And then they do this thing. OMG, Chris. So they pause the video after they're doing this overview. They and they're talking get their about, wallets out. No, they said, so what's your average cost of vacation? Now, mind oh. you, mind you, before this, my rep, asked me, so ballpark, like when you go on vacation, what do you spend on average per night right, for a hotel? Right. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I I try to be really economical. So anywhere from like 150 a night to if it's a really fancy place, like maybe 250, but I try not to spend that. And so she like writes that down. And so then she was asking questions like, well, how many days a year do you vacation? This is before the actual video and everything started. How many okay. days a year do you vacation? How much time do you have off of work? How much time does your fiance have off of work? Do you vacation together? Do you vacation alone? And I was like, oh, well, I vacation a lot and we love adventures. And I'm like sharing in this information. And then I started thinking, wait, I don't know this chick. I'm giving her all this info about me. And I started thinking like, if a person was to call me over the phone and ask me all these questions, I would not tell them, why am I telling this chick? Like, how do I know that she's not going to like steal my identity? So then I started oh, like- Oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, but. so then I started like scale back a little bit. So fast forward to this presentation and they go through the video and everything. The 90 minute presentation? The four, 55. So like 40 minutes into the presentation, the gal stops and she starts talking about vacation ownership. And she's like, well, let's think about how much you spend on- vacations on average. And so each person had this little calculation of, you know, how many days and how much you spend. And she said, okay, so we're going to do some math here and we're going to figure out how much vacationing costs you over your lifetime. And so they knew everybody's age. And so my gal was like, so you have like a good 40 years of vacationing left, Christine, because you're only huh. 38. And oh, I was like, okay, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 40 years. I was like, now you put it like that. There's so many fun things that I can do. She's like, right, right. 
So they had this screen where the gal said, so now we're going to uh, add a multiplier for inflation and cost of inflation for hotels to your price of vacation so that you can see in inflated dollars what it's going to cost you to vacation. Yeah, when you're 100 years old, what's it going to cost you? Right. So they added these multipliers on it. And then what they did is every person, they had their salesperson give them the number and then they showed you this huge number. And the gal said that over the remaining course of my life, that I was going to spend about $230,000 on vacationing. Which happens to be the same price as this time server selling my bet. No. So she's like, we're going to show you how through different options, you can vacation at a much uh, lower cost at one of our beautiful resorts throughout the United States and Hawaii. And oh, by the way, we're partnered with Disney. And so you can also use your vacation ownership points to stay at the Disney Alani Resort in Oahu, or you can use it at Disney World. And we are an exclusive partner with Disney and they trust us. So you should trust us too. And she said that quote. Really? Yep. If Disney trusts you to trust them, then you should trust them too? Yes. And she said to us several times, she's like, you know, Disney, a corporation like that, obviously does their research and then they I'm throw sure up they this do. then they throw up this slide of all the different universities and uh, like NHL and NFL teams that partner with their resorts for accommodations and she's like as you can see we are very reputable and then they go with all these like we're five tier super by, by platinum way, titanium the, bulletproof way, whatever rating by the way Christine what you said so far sounds absolutely miserable but continue <laughs> So I'm sitting there thinking, I just want to see this resort and I want to get my voucher for my Hawaii trip. Yeah. Is there even a Hawaii trip in this, <laughs> in this whole th- in thing? Well, I'm going to fast forward just a little bit. That's, so a, I, that's the first thing I would yeah. ask. I said, I said, I'm here. Give me, my, give me my free water and my Hawaii trip and peace out. So funny. So we, I make it through that 55 minutes and there was some oh, other... God, I would have walked... I don't think I, I would have made it five minutes, but But continue. I wanted... I had a carrot. I wanted my little trip and I wanted Everybody to, has a carrot. And I actually there. did want to tour it because I was really thinking about like if they have a spa, like not a like a jacuzzi spa, but like a, a facial like girl time. There's not something like that really close by here in San Diego. So fast forward, I make it through that little that little spiel. The gal takes me on a tour of the property that lasts... Oh, really? You actually got a tour this time? 15 minutes total. Well, is, is the property small? No, it's massive. And she's taking me on a golf cart, like, speeding like, through... Like Speedy Gonzalez? Yeah. Right through the place? Yeah. So on and over right, there's a pool. And over there's the gym. Yeah. No, literally, she's like, oh, and there's one of our five pools up there uh, that you can't really see. And then we're going to go over here and uh, like it's so spread out. And so I was like, wow, well, this is a really big property. How do people get around? Because there's a lot of hills. And so it makes me think like it would be hard to get to the amenities. Do you get a personalized golf cart? Oh, no, but you can stand at this shuttle stop and somebody will come by and pick you up and take you. And I said, oh, well, like, does that run 24 hours? Because what if I wanted to be down at the little village area and have a drink? And she said, oh, no, on, you know, certain times of the year, the shuttle stop at 5 p.m. And other times of the year, they stop at 8. I'm like, uh, OK. And she's like, and over there is the spot where we have our escape room. And over there is our fitness center. And you can come for day use of our property, but you have to pay extra to use the fitness center for day use. And there's like all these caveats. They take me through a villa, which is what they call them. 
beautiful, like two bedroom, beautiful villas, kitchens, washer and dryer, looks like a like a little home in San Diego. I would like to live in something like that. Nice. They like a little apartment or like a little condo or something. They, two and three bedroom villas and like very nice. And then she tells me um, as we were walking back through like the sliding glass door, Oh, make sure you you close the sliding glass door so the wildlife doesn't get in. Oh, that's that's good. That's I know. It's like, so what kind of wildlife? Like butterflies and things like that? And she goes, oh, well, we are in a more rural area. So we do have things like um, raccoons and coyotes. And I'm like, uh. And she's like, oh, and lizards. We haven't had any snakes lately. But, you know, we do want to make sure that they don't get so in. So at this point, does she try to hurry you back into the golf cart to get you back to the conference center to where you can find your purse? Uh, I had my purse on me, but yes, she takes me back to my little table where like where everybody right, else had been. Right. And then we sit down and she proceeds to go over the vacation ownership options with me. And while we were on the trip, I didn't tell this to you because she told me she's a vacation owner and she used her points to go to the Disney Alani, which was super attractive to me because it's so expensive to stay there. Right. And I said, so like, what is your plan on average cost you? Because I just want to like ballpark in my head and see if this is actually something that's doable because it sounds really attractive to me. And she says to me, I'm not allowed to talk money. What? I'm too new. And I said, well, can you just tell me like a range? And she said, I'm not allowed to speak to financial at all. You'll have to speak to my manager when we get back. And so we sit down and I said, okay, well, I'd really like to hear bottom line, like what something like this is going to cost me. And so she... Uh, sits down with me. She calls her manager over. Her manager sits down and says, so are you wanting to look at right now pricing or someday pricing? And I said, oh, someday pricing. And he says, okay, well, someday pricing, if you weren't going to settle on something today, it's going to cost you $120,000. For what? For vacation ownership for, for how, a lifetime. How, how long do you get forever? Forever, but you have to pay a maintenance fee of $1,200 every year. What? Yes. And so you pay $120,000 upfront and you can vacation at any one of their properties. And you would heard, get, I heard those maintenance, fee, maintenance fees go up. Like, like, no, uh, that would like lock H, you in. Like that, HOA fees. No, that one would lock you in for your lifetime and you can will it to your children. However, you will the fees to your children? You can will the ownership to your children. Oh, well, so, same thing. Right. So, but he said, but if you were to consider right now pricing, for two weeks of vacation a year, for the rest of your life, you'd be looking at the low, low price of $19,995 with, with a maintenance fee of $1,100 a year. That's still $1,100 a year. And by the way, um, timeshares, everybody, timeshares. Now, if you listen to the radio or TV commercials of any or YouTube or any commercials of any kind, there are multiple companies out there that are willing to help you get out of your timeshares. I know. So if there's a business of helping people get out <laughs> of timeshares, wow. Okay, so long story short, I mean, long, long, this has been a long story, but to bring it to a close, I did not purchase my timeshare. I told Thank God, yes, they, yes, yes. <laughs> I said, thank you very much. I'm really not interested at this time. It's something that I would need to speak with my fiance about after we get married to see if it's a worthy investment for us. Um, but I, you know, I do want to consider maybe bringing back the kids and staying for a couple of days. And then the gal flips on me. She'd been so what? sweet. And she goes, well, you're going to pay retail. Well, good. And I said, yeah, but, you know, I'd like to just test it out. And, you know, I would love to stay at one of the properties and see if it's like something I would really like to commit to. And I said, so my trip, my three day trip that I'm going to get will give me a real taste for one of your properties to see if it's a a good fit for my family. And she looks at me and she said, 
That's not what that free trip is at all. You will not be staying at one of our properties. It's not even a four star, which they guaranteed me when I signed up at the bridal bazaar. Lies. I know. Oh, it's a lie. Lies. And so then she says to me, um, I've heard that those trips are miserable. And, and this trip today is miserable. That's what I would have said. <laughs> but then she also says to me, and FYI, the flights aren't even direct. Even though you can get nonstop flights from here to Hawaii, when you use this little one, they might route you to three different places. And so you're not really spending any time there very much at all. And you can't extend it, which is a lie, like a lie that the guy told me. He told me I could extend it. Um, and they book the times for you and you have to pick three different dates and then they pick for you which dates that you can go. And oh, so misery. Yeah. And then so she says, uh, so I'll have somebody come and bring you your gifts. Have oh, a nice life. She said that to not me. A nice life? Have a nice life. Oh, gosh. These people are animals. But then she sends in another guy. Oh, he tries selling you too? Yes. Oh, gosh. And he says to me, I don't have your gifts right now either. And I said, I would just, at this point, she was very rude to me at the end. I would just like to receive my gifts and go. And so he's like, well, can I offer an 18-month trial? It's not free, but it's less expensive. I said, no, at this point, I would just like to go. So he's like, well, walk with me. And then I walk with him and he's like, stand right there by the stairs. And he comes back and he like almost throws the little folder for, to me with the certificate for the trip. And he's like, well, you can read here and figure it out on your own. And I was like, well, like, how do I redeem the trip? Because, you know, I really would like to do this. And he's like, I don't know. You're going to have to read it and follow the directions. Have a nice day. What a jerk. And then he walked off. Wow. Well, I personally would never have gone to that far. I mean, kudos to you, babe, because <sighs> I never would have gone. I would have saw that a billion miles away. I know. I know. Uh, or, uh, every time I go to the auto show or the fair, or any of those kind of places, those timeshare people are there. Spin the wheel and see what trip you won. And then, and then, by the way, you just got to come to our resort and check it out, like you said. And then we were going to be this little checkout thing. You, you, you know, you think it's so innocent. These vultures, I mean, vultures. I held my boundary and I came. Well, good job I, I, that you didn't pay for nothing. Good I know. Job. I left and I called Chris and he goes, so was it a timeshare? I was like, yes. He's like, I knew it. I didn't want to say it because I know you were super excited about yeah, she it. Was. She was super excited about it. She's all excited about the trip to Hawaii. All excited about checking out this resort and just checking. Oh, I'm just going to check it out. And they're so nice. Oh, gosh. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry, babe. That cost you time. Time is very precious. Time is money. That is that is those like a half a day that you'll never see again. And it did. It took me. I got there at 10 a.m. I did not leave until 1:30. <gasps> it was supposed to be a two-hour tour. Did they even feed you? No. Oh my goodness! They didn't even feed you. I had no no sustenance. I mean, they offered me. Bagels. I would have been so hangry and I know, angry. I was. And I, I probably would have lost my cool. And I probably said no thanks. I, I first I've been cool about it, but I probably would have been a I would probably been a jerk about it and, and be mean. And and I said, what a big waste of money this the whole place is. But thank you for being supportive of me going and figuring it out on my own because that had never happened to me before. And it's a good lesson that if something looks too good to be true from a vendor, the likelihood is that it is too good to be true. And so just tread lightly and don't make impulsive decisions. Like me, I did. I almost got scammed, but I didn't. Yes, you did. You made the decision of not spending money. And that is a good decision. Now, we also have a list coming up here next about things people waste their money on. And yes, I do believe timeshares is on that list. <laughs> the Chris and Christine Show is available everywhere on Google Play with Google Podcasts. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, 
and iHeartRadio. Okay, everybody, now we have a list of the top 10 worst things that you can waste your money on. All right, what you got for me, baby? Okay, and the number one thing you can waste your money on is at the hotel minibar. Now, I stay at hotels pretty regularly because of work, and I was going to say I don't see hotel minibars very often, but when I do, um, I get really nervous to even open the fridge. Like, Yes, they have like little timers or little right. sensors. If you bump them, they charge you for them or whatever, things like that, you know. Gosh, what yeah, a rip Yeah, and it's like they're little teeny oh. tiny bottles of liquor and water whatever that are like 75 billion dollars right for like a water bottle right yes okay the next thing on here is i don't pertain to me particularly because i don't smoke but cigarettes uh tobacco products you know cigars cigarettes things like that right and your sister she works at the casino and she was talking a couple episodes ago about like how much money people pay for packs of cigarettes i was down at the arco down the street from our house the other day and these guys were buying packs of cigarettes and it's like they got a soda and cigarettes and it was like 20 bucks. Waste of money. Imagine doing that like four times a week. No way. Okay. And the number three thing on this list is liquor. And it says also pick your poison substances. So I guess liquor, I guess cigarettes too, but liquor and things of that sort. Right, Christine? Right. You really have nothing to show for it if you're spending your money on liquor on a regular basis and it has really negative health effects. And if you think about it, like when you go out to have a cocktail, they average in San Diego, like anywhere from eight to 15 or $20. $20 for a drink. Yeah. Last night I did have a couple of cocktails at a restaurant and it was $13 and it was like in a martini glass, $13 that I drank away. I have nothing to show for it other than a sore body today. A hangover maybe. No hangover. But a good time. Let me tell you. Okay, the next one to waste your money on, it's something that a lot of people waste their money on. It's called the Poor People's Retirement, and that is the lottery. Yeah, you know, I will buy a lottery ticket once in a great while, but it really is, you know you're throwing your money away. And I feel like if you're really trying to tighten up on your expenses, these things, you just, you don't need to be spending your money on it. It doesn't have a return on investment. But what if I win? Yeah. What if I win? You know, they always say that, but the yeah. chances of you winning, like you have a ch- greater chance of being struck by lightning while riding a shark while um, you know <laughs> swimming across the Atlantic. I think of it like this. It's a term called ROI, return on investment. There is zero return on investment for lottery tickets. Don't buy them. Right. Okay. And the next one we got here is newspaper subscriptions. And who has that? Okay, I do have... Oh, I'm sorry. Christine has one. I have one for the San Diego Union Tribune because I like to read the articles that come across from but work. You, but you can get those online. Well, that's you? what I do. I do it online. Oh, so you'll get the paper form. No, no, no. I, I pay oh, online. I thought they meant the actual like newspaper boy comes by and tosses it to your house. No, I do it electronically. You still have to pay for access to it to by get... The way, by the way, I think, our neighbor, I think our neighbor gets the paper because <laughs> I see the new, they, new paper, newspaper uh, truck come by. Well, he used to. I haven't seen him in a while. But the uh, truck would come by and he tossed the papers on the driveway. Do they actually still do that? Oh, yeah. Well, no. well, well, it's slowing down. It is slowing down. Okay. And number six on this list <laughs> is timeshares ah. for the obvious reasons. Yep. Definitely. From my experience, learn from it. Now, we don't mean, don't mean to offend people that are timeshare owners, but uh, if you don't stay on top of it, And if you don't vacation regularly, then it can become easily a waste of money for you or not the wisest use of your funds, especially if they're limited. So maybe think once, twice, 20 times before you invest in them. Right. 
Okay, and the next thing on our list, speaking of money and wasting things, is bank fees. Oh, I hate these. This is why I only, only bank at credit unions. When I was a poor college kid, I banked at a bank that I'm not going to name right now. And I remember I was so poor in college. And then they would assess all of these fees. And then I would overdraft and they'd charge me more fees. And I couldn't get out of the hole. And it was well, a waste assuming, of money. No, it's assuming you're constantly bouncing checks or you're constantly having to go into overdraft. No, but they right? had monthly checking fees. And so I would like budget down to the penny. And I would know like I had $5 left until my next paycheck. And then my $8.95 bank fee would overdraft me. Well, don't they usually give you, they usually waive that if you have a direct deposit, no. right? No, I, well, I was young. I didn't have direct deposit. Oh, right. Dude. And also, speaking of bank fees, this also probably goes into like um, those payday loan places. Those, oh, don't even get me started. Those ca- check cashing places are the worst. They charge you to cash your check. They charge you to pay your bills. Each bill you make, they charge a fee for that. It's just fees on top of fees on top of fees. So if, you, if you're tight on cash, a big waste of money is bank fees. And I would really encourage you all, if you're not already banking with a credit union for at least one of your accounts, look into it. Almost everybody can qualify for a credit union. There's all different kinds of them, but they don't charge fees for most of them. But it's definitely, I mean, think about it. Over the lifetime of investing your money at a bank, if they're charging you every money to hold on to your money over your lifetime, that adds up. If it's like, $100 $100 a year times 40 years, you've oh, just wow. thrown away that money. Wow. Small wow. car. That's a small car. The there cost of a small car. Oh, really? Well, and if you eat too much of the next number five, number eight, you're not going to be able to fit into your small car, and that is fast, <laughs> fast food. It says wasting money on fast food. I know we love fast food. It's fast, but it can be a waste of money because it can cause health problems, um, Yeah, diabetes. so it costs you more than just what's in your wallet. It costs you slowed down metabolism and like it helps you to not be as healthy. So as often as possible, try and avoid fast food and meal prep. Meal prep is a great way to save money and it takes you only 30, maybe 45 minutes once a week and you can prep yourself for the whole week. Yes, that is great words of wisdom. Thank you, Christine. And the number nine on this list of 10 is one that is kind of an obvious one, but it's so hard because it costs a lot of money. (sighs) <sighs> that is rent. And this is one of Chris's like harping on this because when I lived in an apartment, he would be like, well, honey, you can save a whole lot of money if you're in not as bougie of a place. Like if you go into a fancier place, you're going to spend more money on amenities that you might not even really use, but it's really a lifestyle. You can save money even on the type of place you're living in. Right, Chris? Well, I was even thinking about that. What I was thinking about more along the lines of like, buying a property versus renting a property. You know, you pay rent for an apartment or rent a house or rent something versus owning a condo or owning a house. Now, um, it is very expensive. I was just thinking about this the other day. To get into a house, um, you kind of need really need three things. You need decent credit, good credit. You need a lot of cash saved up in the bank. And you need a really good debt to income ratio. Right. And most people, they don't have any of the three, they may have the good credit, but they definitely don't have the cash saved. Not enough to get a house. So it's very hard. So people do fall into rent and they do rent. And I do get it. I've rented for many, many years. And But this is also talking about, as I'm reading this list that we got, it is also talking about where you choose to rent. And I am a strong believer in this. Uh, some people will try to get an apartment in a certain area of town because it has a certain reputation as 
the quote unquote good schools or the, or, cool, the cool place to live. Right. And here's what I say is the more often people go to those places, the more it perpetuates this disparity and poverty. And how about we just live in places that we can afford and help them to be the best possible neighborhoods possible and congratulations, that's how we're going to transform America. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Thank you so much, Christine. (laughs) That was amazing. Now, the next one on the list, number 10. I don't understand number 10, but it says fads of any sort. So this is like all those gimmicky things, Chris. And you like fidget spinners, fidget spinners and like skinny wraps that people will like buy to like make themselves look slimmer or like the well, fitness I don't, I don't equipment. That's, I'm pretty skinny. You are skinny. So I don't really need to put those skinny wraps on. Right. But it's like when I'm on Facebook or on Instagram and it's all those little ads of things like find this perfect lighting for your Instagram videos or buy this little washing machine for your makeup sponges. Oh, is it like all the gimmicks when you go to the the fair and they walk through the fairgrounds and they have like those th- things for sale in the big um the big shopping center in the yeah. fair? You yeah, I call it like the throwaway aisle. Like when you're going through the, like the the front area of the checkout stand, uh, impulse aisle is what I call it like when you're at the store and it's like all like the cool new little a shop mop lop 3000. Right, like right there. It's like made for like the Pokémon cards or like the uh now seen on TV, blah, blah, blah. It's the impulse buys. Those things are fads. They're designed to make you feel cool. And really all of these things that we're talking about are things that you add into your life that aren't really necessary. And let's just be smarter with our money, people, and save more than we spend and invest time and energy in the people that we love versus throwing it away. Oh, I invest time and energy in Christine right over there. I invested time to get flowers for her today yep. and invested time in those chocolate uh, strawberries that I handmade myself. <laughs> and those were slave. not throwaway money. I mean, people will say, oh, flowers, blah, blah, blah. I love flowers because I love flowers. And sometimes- Oh, hey, speaking of flowers, Christine's really good. She actually put together some fake flowers in our bed and our bathroom next to the uh, master uh, uh, bathroom uh, tub, bathtub. Mm-hmm. And they're like these little flower pot things she put together out of fake flowers. And they look amazing. And they're fake. And guess what, people? They don't you, die. You don't have to water them. <laughs> they don't die. They look exactly the same year round. They get a little dusty. But other than that, they look great. Yeah. And so all we're saying is, be conscientious people, live within your means. And these tips were just designed to help you think a little bit wiser about how you spend your money. And you're welcome. You're welcome. You're all welcome. And thank you so much for joining us this week. We are back. We are back and better than ever. Woo-woo. Woo-hoo indeed. And we'll see you guys next week. Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret. So love the people who treat you right, forget about the ones who don't, and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris. And I'm Christine. And until next week, keep moving forward. <laughs>